it stuff you're talking about is that anarchism wasn't just this like popular idea that you know people in their lofts talked about it was the work like the a lot of like hundreds of thousands or millions of workers were in these anarchist unions and they joined these unions because their tactics were effective they right. weren't just trying to elect socialist party candidates they were um yeah having general strikes striking with other unions that were on strike fighting the 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 you know the scabs and the pinkertons and the police um rioting when one of their people was killed this was going on for decades and it made anarchism uh and and you know also socialism in other places is you know revolutionary syndicalism in general was like at the heart of the workers movement um and this this like tension between the working class and the and the the capitalist class this hostility towards capitalism was like reaching this boiling point moving towards world war one um and then world war one kind of like makes it people fall into line with like the their own nation or or empire or whatever so it kind of sets things back but then world war one is so bad that things like really heat up again at the end and that's when you get the Russian Revolution, and the Russian Revolution starts to spread throughout Europe and also in uh, in other places as well in, in Latin America. Uh, you know, to to a lesser extent, there's this revolutionary wave, um, and in order to uh, respond to that, fascism is basically invented by taking the the principle of of revolutionary anarchism, revolutionary socialism, which is organization, organizing the masses and making these fascist paramilitaries. And so that's the most clear, it happens everywhere, with the Freikorp in Germany, with these like patriotic hooligan bands in Argentina. Um, Pogroms, you know, was an early version of this, and Action Francais in France. But it's the most clear with Mussolini, who comes out of the socialist movement, so he understands um, the power of organizing the masses. He organizes these these black shirts in in Italy, um, relying more on like a petty bourgeois lower middle class base uh and so he has these you know bands of people who are breaking strikes raiding factories that are occupied uh this is in like uh 1920 1921 when the the revolutionary wave in italy is starting to die down and the left starts fragmenting and that's kind of when anti-fascism is invented as as one possible way out of uh, this, like, um, the fracturing of revolution and the mm-hmm. rise of fascism. And the way the left responds to this is kind of instructive. You've got the, the, the Social Democratic Party, who's part of the Second International, who's uh, counter-revolutionary. They're against the revolution that happened in Russia, um, siding with the, the state, trying to stabilize a liberal democratic state. And then you have the the Communist Party of Italy um, trying to push towards revolution in, like, the Marxist-Leninist fashion. But within that party, you also have a split between Gramsci and Bordiga. And I go into more detail about this in the article. But essentially, like, caught in between is this group called the Arditi del Popolo, who are largely these World War I veterans of different tendencies, but they're led by anarchists, and they just want to fight fascism. Um, but their political goals are very unclear. Like, they're not necessarily explicitly revolutionary because it is so multi-tendency. And so as a result, the, the communists don't really trust them. The socialists just want to repress them because they're lawless hooligans. And so 
in the end, they, they don't have any institutional support. Um, and one way to read that is, well, everybody should have embraced them and they should have gone to war with Mussolini and beat the fascists and then maybe there could have been a revolution. Uh, but another way to read it is, is there, there, was a, there needed to be a political solution to the problem of fascism. It mm. couldn't just be, you can't just defeat them militarily or beat them all up um, because it's a more systematic problem than that. Uh, you know, it's, it's open to interpretation. But that's basically where this conflict between uh, Antifa and fascism really begins, as we understand today, and it's both sides have changed forms in a number of ways.